This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Obviously, on Homestale Radio. There was a load of bass as well on my headphones. It's great. great. But you're all about the bass, aren't you, Chris? Don't you need? I'm not saying the next bit. Come not on, I'm, we've got to, we've got to appeal to a, the, the cool younger kids out there. <laughs> Do we? Well, the t- yeah, the tea making debate didn't work. Uh, it, you know, it's on the five hour podcast. Okay, no yes, sugar. <laughs> don't, don't. Let's not go there. Didn't think Wilf was quiet. You know, he didn't. He, he was involved. Uh, I think that's a fair point. Uh, yeah, go on, make the make the point, but. I was going to say Wolf was quiet and was involved, but you've made it for me. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I thought, um... For all our contact information and to send us an email, visit holradio.net forward slash contact. Good evening and welcome to Hull Radio. My name's Nick Gillard and it's been a very chaotic evening where I've just got over a power cut. Joining me tonight are Albert Curley. Good evening, Nick. Joe Hollyoke. <laughs> Didn't take you that long to remember my name. And um, Alex White. Hi. The whole brand. What do you mean? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, we're going to start up with uh, News in Brief. The Eagles Element. News, views and reviews on Crystal Palace. www.theeagleselement.com All the latest news from around Selhurst Park. This is News in Brief. Adeline Galliora put in back-to-back man-of-the-matches plays to help Watford hang on a second, I've got to swallow this bit of chicken Kiev briefly climbed to the top of the championship over the Easter period the Algerian midfielder played a starring role in the Ornitz four points in four plays four days that's piss poor if that's anyway um, by firstly opening his side gain a 2-2 draw against Derby County assisting OG Nigalo's equaliser 15 minutes from time before setting up Troy Deeney's opener in the 2-0 win against automatic promotional rivals Middlesbrough on Monday. 
at the club's annual awards night on Wednesday the 13th of May, one of Hiram Boateng, Carl De Silva, Mandela Egbo or Jake Gray will collect the Development Player of the Year award. Gary side is still in the hunt for the end of season playoff place and could still top the division with a strong end of the season. You can be there to see who lifts the prize at the awards night, which will take place at the Fairfield Halls in Croydon on Wednesday the 13th of May between 7 and 10pm. Get in touch with the show. All of our contact details can be found at holradio.net forward slash contact. Hello again. Right, you can also contact us on Twitter. That's at Whole Radio uh, via our Facebook. We're on Whole Radio there. In our contact hub and in the chat room, I'm hoping, is the Alex White, and that's wholeradio.net slash chat. Or if you want to do something unusual and call us, it's 0208. One two three four zero nine eight. Good evening, gents. How are we all? How are you doing, Joe? You've been away for a while. Where have you been? Uh, sulking. <laughs> Go on. In a nah, I just and in false break, mate. Really busy and sulking. Um, but yeah, no, I just I just needed a break from everything, and it wasn't just this place. Um, just just everything really to palace in general. Um, but yeah, nice. No, uh, I, I just thought I'd come and help you today. If you're gonna yeah. crash, if you're gonna crash, I'll I'll be your I'll be your airbag. I'm big enough. I I am <laughs> nice soft landing. You probably bounce out about fifteen foot as well. Alex, you in the chat room yet? Busy in there? Not yet. I'm not in there yet. Bear with me, Nick. Kids and technology. Okay, we don't so go chat together. room people. Yeah, chat room chat room people. Don't panic. We'll be somebody in there with you soon. Um, so. Coming off of the back of an excellent win against Manchester City, we faced the Sunderland side, who were also coming off the back of a Derby win. Um, bit reticent before the game. Talk about the lineup. There were two changes. We had uh, Papa Suare in for Kelly, and um, our Aussie captain Mila Jedinak stepped in for Joe Ledley. Albert, what were your thoughts on the starting lineup? I think it made sense. To be honest, we all knew um, Jedinak was back, and. As Chris Hambling very uh, eloquently explained on Tuesday night, apparently Ledley's been carrying an injury for a while, so it made sense to bed Yedinak back in, especially against the team that you know we should be hoping to try and nick a point off at least. And uh, yeah, I think the, the Suarez Kelly situation is going to be chop and change, keep them both on their toes. So uh, yeah, no, no surprises for me really. What are your thoughts on that, Joe? On Suarez, I don't think he's ready. Said it, said it before. Said it. Say it again. I think. Uh, I, you know, I, I just think Kelly's a, a, a better all-round option, more experienced, reads the game better. Um, maybe he needs to just be in and around at the, the, the Premier League for a, you know, for the rest of this season. Um, I mean, obviously we're safe now, so maybe bring him on as as, as a sub or whatever. But um, but yeah, no, I, I, he hasn't. I mean, up until yesterday, he, had, you know, he hadn't done anything to to make me think that that, that he was better than Kelly. No, he's got a good throw in him though. Give him that. Give him that. And I think it will give him a, a few games to bed in. And now, now we're um, sort of safe in mid-table mediocrity. Maybe that's the time to bring in other players. Well, what about... Well, um, well Pardew said that, didn't he? Pardew said that about, about the French players when he, that he had at Newcastle. He said it took him a few months to, to, to get used to the, to the pace and the power of the Premier League. So maybe that's, you know, he needs from, from now to the, to the end of the season to be sort of in and around it, but not to play a... You know, a big part of it, 
Um, but just to be in and around it, just to get you know to get in the swing of things, and then maybe next year, you know, I can see I can see uh, Kelly being bought more central. I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people have been saying that. Um, I've made me notes here. The first thing I've written in my notes is windy. It looked very, very windy up there with the ball holding up quite a bit. And the first eight or so minutes of the game seemed to be Palace very reticent on the ball with Sunderland having much of the play. What do you think about that, Alex? Yeah, I think we were we were a bit shaky from the start. I think it was different, you know. We had Jednak in there for the first time um, in well since that West Ham game. He's had four four games out. And to be honest, this season without him, we've we've won football games. Um, but again, it's I think it's naturally a different style of football when Jednak's in the team. I think we we don't control the ball as well as as well as we do without him. Um, and I think it was just getting used to that. But you know, we settled down and they were really up for it after after a game against Newcastle. But our quality sort of shone through at a later stage. Do you do you think that's been a bit of a feature of our games of late? Though we we seem to do we do seem to start off quite slowly, don't we? We do, but we we when we hit teams, we hit them hard. You know, we we kill the game off, which is you know one of the most important things in the Premier League. Because even at two 0 in in English football, really, that's quite a dangerous scoreline. That we've seen it so many times being Palace fans. But we score goals in 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 clumps. You know, we scored in eleven minutes, and uh, you know, I remember the QPR game. We scored goals quickly. It was. Um, it's good to see us doing that and killing teams off before they get a chance to sort of come back at us. Yeah, I thought um, Belassi, Belassi came into the game very early. He he got back down by the corner flag a couple of times, didn't he, Tav? And, and those crosses, he, he whips in from seeming impossible angles. What do you think, Tav? He did. Um, uh, well, Pardew's been working on a partnership between him and Zaha. So if one of them's, in the, one of them's on the wing, the other one's in the, going into the box. I thought that worked quite well in the first half, actually. It was just quite unfortunate because I think in the first half, the Sunderland defenders were probably a lot more aware of what was going on. But um, as it got as the game drew on, just, I mean, what what changed the game was Belassi moving in. So he did well on the wing, but we weren't getting enough in there. So moving more centrally, that's that's what gave him the goals. But moving back onto the wing, he was quite effective. Yeah, I would, I'm going to go to the chat room there, Nick, quickly. Lyons has said, um, we're far more direct yesterday. We have a manager, at least, who, who changes tactics according to the opposition. And I, I think that's a really great point, because I think if you listen to what Pardew had to say after the uh, the City game, he said, oh, you know, Murray was great. Every knock-on he won, no one was getting onto it. What happens? He puts Balassi direct. Who gets onto the knock-ons? Balassi, and he scored a hat-trick. The top, a couple of weeks before that, before the QPR game, he said, I need to get more goals out of, out of Wilfram Balassi. Whenever we get the ball and we're... And we're Hitting it across the box, we need the players to come into the back post. Where's Wilf? I just love, you know, he comes. Wilf comes in the back post and scores. And I just love the fact that we've got a manager now who isn't so stubborn in their ways. You know, it's, it works for a lot of managers, but equally, it doesn't work. And it's really nice to see Pardew be open-minded. And we're winning football matches, so it's working. He's also letting. Uh, we've got three really creative players in Punch and Balassi and Zaha. Um, how, how do you think those three are working together, Joe? Um, well, I mean, you know, I was just I was just watching the game again over at Lions' house before I come over just to refresh my me, me memory, and um, you know, there were there were many times in that second half where we were had more players up front than they had at the back at times. You know, we had four on three or three on three, and it was just it was refreshing. And I just just go back to what Alex just said about about the flicks the, the, against Stoke. 
Wilf got onto a got onto a flick on for Murray. And this, this is not something that's new. You know, we've been we've been saying this for ages. And this is what and what I'm hoping will happen is uh, is is when the young fella comes back into the side, when Gale gets the chance, that's what he should be doing. He should be coming in and 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 playing off of off of Murray's shoulder because it, you know it works for Wilf and it's worked for Yannick. It, it, you know, and he's got he's got pace and and two feet as well. He shoots with either foot, so I can't see why he wouldn't. And he loves to shoot as well. That's the thing. There's no trickery with him. But getting back to you, think you know, uh, uh, you know, with the with the, the, the three up front. I mean, which we're now getting sort of uh, uh, plaudits now, but he just needed a bit of fine tuning. We've all know it's been there. We know that Yannick can do it. We know that that uh, Wolf can do it. And now Punchin's joining. You know, and I've made no secret that I was never his biggest fan, but. You know, the only the only thing I will say is that he, if he can just get rid of the ball a little bit more quickly, it'll, it'll be even better. You know, he really has played very, very well in the last month. It's a yeah, massive dilemma punching. now between, um, you know, how could you get Shamak back in that team? Because I wouldn't take, I'd no chance I'd be taking punching out of that 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 role there. But but we but we said that about about um, um, about Jedi coming back. You know, who, who would you have in the in the in the side? You know, if if Jednak decides that he wants to move on and have the last two years in in Australia or whatever for big money or America, you know, we we we're not scared anymore, are we? Can you um, can you say Australia again, Joe? Australia. You said it just Australia. You said it just like an Australian. You've been watching ah. too much Neighbours, mate. Yeah. Um, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. A oh, ripper. Um, yeah. I think the first incident, the first real incident of the first half was uh, Rodwell. I can't remember who he went in on, and it wasn't until I saw the third replay that you saw that both his feet were off the ground. Red card or not? What are you thinking, Gel? Should he have gone for that? A hundred percent red. Hundred percent. I mean, I, I can't believe McCarthy. I can't believe he didn't get badly injured, and and the referee. This this is where this is where. The, the the FA or the Premier League, they can't do anything about this now because Anthony Taylor, the referee, gave him a yellow card. So he saw it, but he deemed that. I'm telling you now, had that been a Palace player on a United, City, Arsenal, Chelsea player, that would have been a, a red 100%. I, I, I don't get how he didn't send him off for that. Yeah, but like you say, I mean, he, he's, his right leg was off the floor, but his left leg was miles above it. I mean, he's, he's lucky he hasn't broken his leg. We, yeah, we, completely. We, we don't make a... You know, if that had happened to... to we'd done that to a Chelsea player. He'd have been harangued by five or six Chelsea players that had been in his face, pushing him, and, and, and you know, it would have been egg. And the referee would have then deemed to have, have taken more action. And because we don't do that, you know, if you if you look, you, you see... Um, um, oh, I can't remember who it was. They would come in, and he was shoving the Palace players away and going, don't get involved, don't get involved, get away. Um... You know, it's just we we're too what, honest. Palace yeah, but um, oh, captain, not Chidenek yeah. at the back of <laughs> at the back. Christ Almighty, I can't think of his Delaney. name. Delaney came in and he started. He, he was telling telling everyone who wanted to try and get involved to get away. He completely put calm on the situation, but that should never that should never have. Regardless, that's a red card. Would you, Al, that's got to be a red card, Al. Surely. Oh mate, it was it was horrendous. But I, even I think if that was twenty minutes further into the game, that's a red card. I think it was so early that the referees sort of bottled that, that you know that that situation because 
you you effectively ruin the game of football in in that situation and refs aren't willing to make those decisions and it's just again we just we seem to sit here and sulk about the inconsistency of refereeing but I don't get why can't the FA now take retrospective action they should be able to do that referees make mistakes and, and they should looked. accept it yeah but they should still say the referees made a mistake let's ban him for a game I don't get why we're we're that stubborn in that situation yes referees make mistakes if someone deserves to be sent off do it after the game I don't get it it's just well, maybe it's, they should. I mean, Sorry, it's very. Maybe they I'll let you come in in a minute. Maybe we should do what they did in the was it the under twenty ones women's game where they um, brought the whole whole match back and played it about three days later because there was encroachment in the box and the rest should have let the penalty be retaken but didn't and they all had to turn up at the ground for for three minutes of football. Perhaps we should have more than that. Um, Tav, I'd, what you I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that because there won't be a, a crowd. There weren't a crowd there when it happened, and there won't be a crowd there again. I was just going to exactly make the same exact point of what you just made, Nick. Um, I think. All oh, right, sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> I was also going to. Agree, I, I agree with Alex as well. But that was much later in the game. That was definitely being a red card. He wouldn't have hesitated at all. But because where well, they're so scared to make changes to the game so early on and to have the crowd on their back for the rest of the game, they don't want to do anything at all, which will change it. They're frightened. That's what they are. It's because Sunderland are a massive club. That's what it is. So I'm told. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're really pissed well, they're, that, that, that our little tin pot club went up there and smacked them. They really got the hump about they're, that. They're, their ground looked massive at the end, didn't it, with all them empty seats? <laughs> um, I've just reminded, going on about replay matches, I, I recall, I think it was the old, would have been the old second division in the 70s. I can remember watching Palace play Fulham. And the ref uh, didn't play enough added on time. So a minute after they, they'd finished the match, they all came back on again and played a minute. I don't know if any of our <laughs> older listeners, uh, Sismic down there in uh, Devon, you'll probably remember that. If you could, anybody remembers that Fulham that game can remember a, uh, a date on that. It'd be good if you could uh, tweet us with extra information. Um, the other the other in- incident in the first half, because it, it was a pretty dull first half, um, Dan went in for a challenge, or, or not really a challenge, but going for the ball with Pantaleim on. Um, it's a 50 50 ball. Dan got booked. I What's think his name, the that he shouldn't have been. Uh, Pantilimon. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, sorry. I was. Um, <laughs> Pantilimon. Yeah, no, I'm getting. Uh, Pantilimon's you know, a character in Northern Lights, isn't it? I, I thought it was you? what My Fair Lady was based on. <laughs> <laughs> he got a card. I did not as a say Pantiliner. <laughs> he got a card because the referee saw blood. That's all. That's all it was. He saw blood. Obviously, he kicked him. It's just bullshit. They, he should never have got that. And he did it after because the crowd, were, the crowd were getting the arm and just, just a fiasco, absolute fiasco. That he got a card for that. I thought, um, yeah, and on the fouling side, I thought Sunderland were fouling quite a lot. Lots of little niggly fouls. I think they're quite high up in the in the yellow card. They are um, highest. So, um, but Punction, I've, I'll say him again, he covered so much ground. He, he covered almost as much ground in that first half, I think, as Murray did against Manchester City. And he, he was the difference between the two teams. But Dan did make an amazing stop near the end of the first half where he slid in to, to just oh, stop the ball. Amazing. And, and um, our goalie, Julian Speroni, just grabbed the ball. And a few of the Sunderland players were claiming it was a back pass. But there's, there's no way. When Sunderland were breaking... Um, Fletcher, brilliant cross in on 44 minutes, but Sunderland just weren't getting any men into the box, were they? At all. Um, I've got Dan as my man of the match for the first half. He's Belasic. He, he was almost unplayable. There's 
most of the first half he had two or three players around him, which freed up your your punchins and your Zahas and your Murrays. What do you think? Do you know what, Nick? It's uh, the situation. Yeah, go on, Alex. No, I was just saying, it's just that thing that every single week we praise Scott Dan because he's class. He's absolutely, you know, the guy is as close as to to England quality as, as we've got, certainly. It was just, he's he's unbelievable. I can't believe how good he actually is. And, you know, genuinely as a Palace fan, we're biased, of course we are. But Scott Dan, every time he's played this season, bar maybe that one game, a few games under Neil Warnock, he's been unbelievable. He's been absolutely unbelievable. And the thing for me, Roy Hodgson can't physically sit there and tell me that Chris Smalling and Phil Jones and you know even Jack Elk has been poor this year are better than Scott Dan. I just don't get it. And anyone that he plays alongside, I think he gets so much out of Delaney. I think Delaney's been fantastic, but I think most players would look very good alongside Scott Dan. And I think that Kelly and, and Dan partnership that a lot of people have spoken about... I think that's got a lot of potential, you know, because Scott Dan, I think, can make most most centre halves look really good in this division. Yeah, uh, Simon Goddard's got in touch with us on Twitter. That's at Whole Radio. Uh, Simon Goddard's at Cov Eagle seventy one, and he said Scott Dan for England, and I actually totally agree with him. I think it's it's a lot better than what we've got. A lot better than what we've got. So we we went into the first half nil nil. I thought it was a fair fair score at half time. I didn't I didn't think any team was really on top, but the second half. It was completely different, wasn't it? Some some pundits are saying it was uh, um, Sunderland capitulation, or or do we think that it was Crystal Palace actually being superior? What are you thinking about that, Matt, Albert? Well, yeah, I mean, you can yeah, Sunderland capitulated, but they capitulated because we smashed four goals past them. You know, it's you know, everyone was using the Brazil the Brazil word yesterday, um, and you know when you when you when you've got players like Balassi and Zaha and Punch and, and Glenn Murray all, all on form, you know, there's a, a, against, a, against an ageing defence of, you know, the likes of John O'Shea and Wes Brown et al, uh, it's only going to go one way, really, isn't it? And I think just just sort of harking back, I think is what Alex was saying about the, the red card being too early to actually be a red card. You know, it's exactly like the, the fixture at our place, wasn't it? You know, we, they should have had a man off and a, we should have had a penalty after about two minutes, I think it was. No, it wasn't even that. Was it, it was about yep. thirty seconds? Uh, but you know, and then and then they, you know, they they got a very he- heavy one-sided victory against us. So it was nice to put that straight. You know, sort of looking at the bigger picture. Yeah, I think I probably exactly. echo. I probably echo what you said actually. But I mean, this, as as brilliant as Balassi was to get behind every single defender in on that pitch, in particular O'Shea on plenty of occasions. I mean, O'Shea was absolutely shocking on Saturday. I can't believe a couple of years ago he was playing at United because... Championship it, standard, Tav. It Championship. was. He was absolutely I, diabolical, mate. I, I couldn't believe what I was genuinely saying. How can that guy get picked? He's been awful this season. They they deserve to go down. I think they're dreadful. I think they're absolutely dreadful and I hate them. They're just awful. What a terrible club. And you hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> It's only a shame that Poyer wasn't still in charge. Oh, that God, could you imagine sweet. beating them 4-1? Ketamol, Lee Ketamol. Remember last year? If yeah. we go down and Crystal Palace stay up, it will be the biggest injustice in football. Well, there's no chance that we're going down, but there's every chance that they're going to go down. And if they don't, that'll be the injustice. And I, hope, I really hope you're still playing for him next year, be a championship player. He's a mug. Exactly. And, and he's rubbish. Exactly right. They, they they didn't look that good at Sunderland. They, did, they didn't really have any standout players. I'd say maybe Connor Wickham, but we'll talk about that later. First goal, I was so impressed 
with with Murray first of all holding up the ball from the long ball through, um, laying it off to Belassi, and and the zigzaggy run that Murray did to the back post was just sublime, wasn't it? And there were two defenders around him, and neither one of them could 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 get near him. Was it Murray's brilliance? What do you think, Joe? Well, it's a bit of both because if you look, it actually wasn't a cross; it was a shot. It was a shot that got deflected, but it was going at such a pace that the defenders left it. I mean, it, it was just a bullet header. But again, I've just had this conversation with, with, with Lyons. And his anticipation is like they, no they other player that we have. They deserve to go down. I think Honestly, he, I think they're dreadful. He's so intelligent. And I hate them. They're just a terrible club. And you know what? Again, we were saying, if he does 25, and he would be 25, 30 million pound player. And I really mean that. And I put all that years ago. He was playing at United. Guy is a goal scoring machine. I've said it, I will say it, and I've said it for a long time now. If you cross it, he will score. It's as simple as that. You know, he just, and he called, he is ag. He is absolute ag to play against. You know, he's, he's, he's a nightmare, but he's our nightmare. And, 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 um, and he had that year off through that injury, and it's done him nothing but good. I mean, who wouldn't want to have a year off and then go back to work? You know, he's, just, you know, he's still 30 years old, not 30, you know. 30 years old in body, I still think he's got at least another season, at least in the Premier League. Well, he's that type of striker that doesn't rely on pace and things like that, so getting older isn't really going to... Was that Teddy Sheringham, isn't it? Yeah, because he he relies on his intelligence and gambling and being at the right place at the right time. And do you know the biggest thing he does for me? Forget the six goals that you know that he scored for us. He gets so much out of Wilf and Yannick, so much out of them. He brings them into the game so well. Those assists, those every time he gets the ball knocked into him, he's tucking it away left and right to get them into the game. Um, and I spoke to. Um, former Arsenal player the other day and he just said oh, he couldn't believe that it's taken this long for Murray to get in the side he says when you've got Campbell and Gale he says he just didn't get why they played up top because who, who when was you've it? Got, you've gonna... Ad- Adrian Clark he, oh, was, he only played yeah. there for a couple no of years no idea didn't name drop him yeah exactly um, <laughs> but he was saying that, he's saying that when you've got Balassi Wilf and punching in and around you don't need a, a nippy striker that's going to drop his shoulder and things like that you need a man to hit and we hit him and he's working and he's scoring goals and he's getting assists he got two assists and a goal yesterday it's just as much as I speak him up and I know everyone's going to criticise me for saying how much I've loved him over this time but I genuinely know if you give him a chance and a penalty spot in and around he's going to take it without question like you said there Joe he crossed from the ball he's going to score a goal and I, 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 you just knew it all along if you put it in and around there he's going to do it we've had, uh, we've had uh, contact in via our Facebook page that's whole radio on Facebook from uh, Jerry Cole regular contributor um, it says Joe you're absolutely right about Glenn Murray unselfish gives everything reads situations exceptionally well age is nothing but a number hope he stays next season as we will benefit from his experience and know how Thank God that we've got a manager that knows he's looking at the quality. And, and that makes me think, back in December when he was loaned out to Reading, that was um, Murray, not Jerry, um, we, we said that's the end of him. And I know it was briefly mentioned in the mini-pod, uh, the Man City mini-pod, but, but what a comeback from Murray. From that injury, we, we'd all written him off. And he's, he's got one of the best footballing brains. Oh, we have a caller. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello. Hello, who are we speaking to? It's Tony. Hello, Tony. How are you doing, mate? Welcome to Home Radio. What's your point, mate? Um, I was just about the Glenn Murray point that everyone's praising and the way that our attack is and how we can potentially add Shamak into the team if we need to. 
do you do you think do you think there's a space for Shamak back in the team? Uh, only if Murray gets injured or goes out of form. So, but speaking about other players coming back, can you see a space for Much to come back into the team, or the the guy whose name escaped me? We got from Bolton that's coming back, Lee Tung Young, and uh, whether whether he's back <laughs> soon. God, my my pronunciation my pronunciation of names is terrible tonight. Sorry about that. The pronunciation of pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bad <laughs> <laughs> to say that. I'm only English cold, you know. Don't don't ever go at me. I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> Nick, your your so, pronunciation and your puns are always terrible. Yeah, thank you very much. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. So Tony, <laughs> what will um who Murray's same. Murray's got one more season left in him. Who do you play up front with him? I I, I would leave the squad as it is. Um, uh, I, I'm a big Murray fan. A couple of years uh, ago, he was playing in United. No, championship uh, standard. Have, it was. Know, he was absolutely um, diabolical, mate. I, I, I couldn't think, believe I, think I was. Got at least another season. In it him. was. I think, diabolical. I think Shamak, um, How can that guy get play that season? Like, they, they deserve um, to be full. I think they're absolutely clever dreadful. Clever and I hate them. They're just awful. He can hold the ball up as well. And you hate them. Who doesn't? He's top five in Europe at the moment. You'd never change him, but. If he goes for a bit of a patch where he's not going to be scoring goals, or more importantly, if he gets injured, um, or if we need to bring him off because he's tired, I think Shamak could play that role quite well. Exactly, exactly. Well, thanks very much for calling, Tony. He's called on 0208 Um That moves on nicely to the second goal, I think. Um, we, we, Pardew said that we mixed it up a bit yesterday. Um, playing the ball, uh, passing up the pitch and whatnot. But if you'd have seen the highlights only, you'd have thought that, you know, we were, we were long ball merchants when in fact we weren't. But, but the second goal, super long ball, uh, Murray fought off two players again, just like he did against Manchester City. Nice little nod through. Balassi, turn of speed, lot of strength, poke the ball home. Um, what were your thoughts on that, Joel, that, that goal, uh, Albert? Good finish. Yep. I thought it's the, it's the exact. It's it's what you don't expect. You know, we rarely see Balassi in that position, and if we do, we you know we we half expect the ball to potentially go out for a throw in. No disrespect to him, um, but he 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 showed he sh you know a really cool head, and you know just just did enough to keep it down and sneak it Three, in. Four, I thought, do you know, think zero do you think credit to him. He's obviously been practiced on it. Can too. Exactly right. Your thoughts on the goal, Tev? Hello, Tony. How are you doing? It, well, it's what it's what we've been like since we um, we said that's the, the end of it. I know it's we've been mentioned in the making use of the long balls. I know we're not playing as many long balls as we have been, but when we have been, the players have been getting onto it because under Warnock we weren't getting onto the end of them. That was the problem. They were just going back to the defenders, but now we're, we're getting to them, and that's what's really doing. What's the difference at the moment? I mean that goal. It was incredible. I mean, when you got Murray there, he's going to head it, and he's going to—he knows where he's heading it, and he knew Balassi was there, and he knew he'd be able to finish it. I mean, Antillamon, he just pretty much thought he was going to go. He, well, he had it. He had no chance at all. Well, the, the the good thing about okay, um, before we come to you, Joe. Sorry, Joe, I was just uh, going to ask Alex if there was anything in the chat room on that. That's wholeradio.net slash chat. But while he has a look at that, Joe, what were you going to say? I've forgotten now. <laughs> no, 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 no I, I haven't. I haven't. Um, no, the, the, the thing is, 
they tried to play a high line yesterday, Sunderland, and it's never going to work against our pace. And and the more we win and the more that we get results like yesterday, the more people are going to stand up and take notice of, of how we're playing. And I, I think all season we've been playing very wide and yesterday we didn't play very wide. I mean, we were, we were lucky to, to a certain extent, you know, there were two long balls and a, and a, and a hoof, which was, a, which was a clearance. Um, but you still have to make the goals. The goals for me, the goals were, were made by Murray with his intelligence, his guile and, and, and his, and his movement. I, I just think, you know, we don't have to be long ball, but if we do, I think, I think a long ball is, would only work if, if you're, you know, if, if it's a proper long ball, we can't just keep doing those floaty 50 yard balls that, that, uh, Delaney. Damien Delaney. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm. He, he loves to, cause that's just meat and drink. But if you're going to get up and at him, you know, where you, what you, what they were doing yesterday, we're banging the ball really hard into that wind. So it was getting over, but, and, and not running away. So uh, they play, you know, uh, uh, were able to, to run on and, but you know, it just it just look hungry. Yes, that's what I think you're going to see with us is that where Pardew's come in and he's and he wants results and he's he's up and at them. You know, teams like City when we played in the other night, they just look like they were on holiday. Like today, they against United, they look like they were on holiday. You know, I think a lot of teams have, have are in. They think they're safe. They're in holiday mode, and and we we're, we're still up and at them. And you know, I I really hope that we just play. Not like we did yesterday, up until the very last game to try and see how high we can get because, you know, there are teams that are catchable now. We really have got a huge chance to, 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 to progressively move on, move on, move up, and, and, and really get more money for, for, for the club. Exactly right. We've, we've got plenty to build on now, haven't we? And whereas we, we'd be scratching for. Have we lost Nick? I think, I think we have. Well, John Nightingale said, Nick, could you apologise on behalf of... Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, whole Radio was saying, could you apologise on my behalf for the tech issues? It's all sorted now. So, um, and then Bob... Yeah. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Eagle on Twitter said, where would you place Murray in your all-time Palace strikers list, Albert? Mm -hmm. Oh Jesus! Uh, oh, it's a tough one. There's been so many, and uh, I've put some really good ones, haven't we? We have, and I mean, all time. You know, I'm not the oldest of Palace fans. Um, in in my lifetime, he's definitely he's definitely top ten. Tev? Oh God! Um, 
Well, I've only been supporting Palace for what about five years now. So you're about seventeen, five. aren't you? So I'm about, yeah, I'm eighteen. Yeah, nearly so nineteen. He, he, he would be. <laughs> he's got to be number one, wouldn't he? He's got to be top yeah. of the shot. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just underneath AJ. <laughs> just underneath AJ. Um, yeah, I don't, mean, don't I, even ask me, Jill. Got out, out, I don't, I don't need to. Do I? Listen, I, I'll tell you where I think he is. He's, he's in my top three, without a doubt. He's, Ever? Yeah, yeah. Really? I, I, yeah. Who are the other two? Swindlers and Wright. Wow. For me, I, I, I mean, I thought Matt Jackson, Matt Jansen was. Could have been, man, yeah. Well, he's just the fastest, fastest white man I've ever seen. I mean, I just couldn't believe we had a striker that quick. But he just, you know, he's, he's he didn't. I thought, I thought we could have gone a long way with him. I really do. But you know, sadly, he went to went on an accident and and and, and whatever. But yeah, no, for me, for me, no, no one will ever beat Wrighty for me. I mean, but then you know, people can go back and go back before that and say that they saw better strikers. Than Ian Wright, but I thought Wright he had everything. Um, but yeah, it, for me and Swindlehurst, just was just immense. You know, old-fashioned striker. You'd have you, the ball, the goalkeeper, and a centre back in the back of the net, and he, he weren't frightened of it. But uh, but yeah, no, I'm 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 properly. Al, where would you where would he be for you? Oh man. I, I I did love Ducky Friedman and I did love Andy Johnson, but I, I if if I didn't say top would people be would people be offended and disappointed the amount I uh, the amount I talk about him. no he, he, yeah like you know like top three for me really um, but a lot of people in the chat room talking about Pardew as manager of the season Joe I don't know about you but Ronald Coman's in with a shout but the job that Pardew's done with us bottom three when he came in now looking God one of the you know, top ten team really. Um, Manager of the season for you? I, I, I would have, I would have said Cooman's had a shout, but he, he really annoyed me with something he said when we went down there and beat him three two in a cup. He yes. came out afterwards and he went, he went, yeah, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, uh, as if to say, like, like, but what do you mean you weren't expecting that? I, I got a feeling they didn't even bother scouting us, and and as as bizarre as it sounds, I, I was really annoyed with that, and and I, I get you know. Don't take a lot for me to get annoyed, but oh, I don't know. Um, well, I wasn't Lyons, expecting it either. <laughs> Lyons is uh, <laughs> he's turned around saying where's Clinton and Morrison? Clinton O Morrison in that list, but um, he's yeah. he's very close to the top of my list. Is he really? Ah, uh, yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's no, no. yeah, a good player. He was no. a good player. That's right. How can you, you got, say no? You got to be thinking left foot, right foot, headers. That's that for me. Left foot, right foot, header, and 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 uh, Swindler said that. Right, sort of had the edder, um, but it's the I, way I, he played the game that I liked. I always played with a smile. Just wanted yeah. to play football. Yeah, but you could. That's yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, who's on? Who's on Twitter anyway? Well, as we just carry on the show, where we got onto that third goal, um, Yannick Balassi's chip. What like? Where did that come from? I've it never was. seen. But that kind of reminded me, he scored a goal against Ipswich, do you remember, when we beat them 5 and I think it was Holloway's first game, which was, which was a chip as well. But that was unbelievable, wasn't it, that chip there? I just I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I think it was a, a hit and hope over the top by Jidanak, maybe. Or was, or was it the head? I can't remember. It was, I, 
going absolutely mental. But what what has happened to Yannick Balassi? How do you how do you coach that? I think it's the confidence is is the biggest thing. And when talking about the wingers, we've got Punchin and Wilfield working so hard now, and it's so nice to see players who under the previous management necessarily weren't working as hard as they are now. It's got the boys playing for him, and and it makes such a difference. And and Balassi going on and scoring that chip, I just I can't believe how good we are right now I think for, well certainly for me it's the best I've ever seen I don't know about you guys you're all a bit older than me apart it's, from Tav it's, uh, it's all about self-belief Alex isn't it and we've, we've got pretty much the same set of players that we had under Warnock and um, it's, it's just sports psychology isn't it it's just you know I think Bubs uh, I've got to give a big up to Bubs uh, Nick who's been doing the Palace Minute um, he's that is, epic. He, that is epic, the, that last one. We're going to have to get Bubs on one of these shows, actually, to ask him about these. But but his whole, how how he showed Warnock is, hey, I'm back in the Premiership, I'm having a lovely time, <laughs> isn't this great, isn't this fun? And just the whole uh, tumbleweed going across at the Southampton game was was, was absolutely superb. I won't spoil it too much, but, but Alan Pardew, he... he just seems to be made for the team, doesn't he? He's, can, can he's to, come home. Go back to that, right? The, the, the one where he turned around and he, he he spelled out Warnock in that big list of questions when Parrish was asking him, and it spelled out his name when he was listing everything he would want in a manager. But he said, <laughs> "Would you?" He said, "Would you sign? Would you sign Zaha?" And and Warnock said yes, and he went congratulations, you've got the job. And then he drove up to Manchester, and Wilf was kicking a ball against a brick wall. That was absolutely <laughs> like he was just bored out of his head. I think we got a caller, Nick. Thanks, Gil. Yeah, we got another caller called in on o two o eight one two three four o nine eight. Who's calling? Whole radio. Hello. Yeah, it's from Beckenham calling. Um, Travelling on the train from East Midlands. Just wanted to give my comments on how the team are doing. Excellent. Can you guys hear and, me? Um, yeah, just about, just about. Nice. Keep going. Yeah, right. Well, I think the team are doing well because a couple of the players are playing in the right position they should be playing. Mainly Jamin, Jason Punchin. A left-footed right-winger doesn't work. He's always been a central midfield player. I've always believed it. And now we've put yeah. him there, giving him a bit of self-belief. He's doing it. Second thing, Alex, uh, I've had a chat with him on Palace Radio about who should be up front, Mr. Murray, and look mm. what's happening. Uh, look at his goal yesterday. Unbelievable movement, the way he ran across the block, came round the defence. It's not just that, that one goal, though, is it? It's everything. It's bringing other players into the game well, and, there you and go. getting assists. But that, it's not just that, though. Oh, he's giving an assist, but that, that goal just shows you just how intelligent he is. And they mentioned the match of the day. Two of their players just stood there and watched him as he ran round them, expecting one to actually tackle it. Sorry for challenging. And nothing happened, did it? They just watched him let the ball in. And that's exactly the sort of goal he was scoring in the championship. Yeah, it's interesting that you say we're, we're going on this brilliant run and, and how many of our players are actually... Um, how many of our players are actually um, from, the, from our championship team? Yeah. You know, well, especially up front, the three up front are just bloody marvellous. Exactly right. Song and they're yeah, I... and they've, they've got an understanding that they've had for years, and that's why you put them back together. They know how each other plays, as well as having, obviously, Alan Pardews sitting over them and doing the business. I mean, it, you know, it's just brilliant. 
Murray alluded that to, to that in, he, in his post-match interview. Um, yeah. He said Hello. that uh, a lot of Chell, that Chell, yes. where the punching have you been for weeks, mate? You've been, you disappeared, mate. What's going on? Yeah, You're brilliant, mate. <laughs> Good to have you back, by the way. Sorry to interrupt, but I just want to get that one in. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, but, well, thanks very much for calling us. Uh, we're, we're going to move on a bit. Um, feel yeah, free no to call worries, in any no other worries. time. Love, thanks, lovely thanks. to have callers. Um, right, calling mate. on 02. Thanks. Calling on 0208 You can contact us via Twitter at Whole Radio. Uh, we've got our whole radio Facebook page. Or if you want to go in the chat room and give Alex some grief, it's wholeradio.net slash chat um was there anybody left in the ground after after we scored our third goal there um, wasn't enough people to make a choir actually i don't think anyway it would have been a really shit choir but yeah <laughs> I, was, I was trying to have a show with <laughs> 60, no swearing six, 62 minutes that third goal went in was yeah. it the third or the fourth was, goal third, yeah third, third goal was 62 minutes and I don't think it was. It wasn't anywhere near a full house. I think it was only about thirty-five thousand in the first place, um, and yeah. I don't reckon there was more than fifteen thousand in the crowd. And after the fourth goal went in, I think there was probably less a, than ten. Five, yeah, I say five or eight thousand. I mean, that's just and 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 they give it. And, and all I've heard all weekend is their fans are so fantastic. Really fantastic. There was queues on the motorway to get home at <laughs> half time. That's ridiculous. It is it's absolutely well, you, ridiculous. You know what I said? Uh, was it Gary Lineker on Match of the Day last night? Said if you were, if you want to go beat the traffic at Sunderland, stay, stay to the end. end. <laughs> 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 it's, it's nice to see us on second as well on Match of the Day, but but I'm sidetracking. The the fourth goal, Murray again, such brilliant, brilliant work. Sorry, Albert, I'll let you in a minute. Such brilliant, brilliant work again, taking on two defenders and a lovely little cross in to pull the back. For Balassi, um, and a thoroughly deserved hat trick, uh, which brings me to a nice email from uh, John Nightingale, who who's mentioned that. Just scrolling down here, I've never seen a player so happy to score as Balassi. Also, Murray must be feeling good. Police and Warnock didn't think he was good enough, but he's proved them wrong. Add to that horrific injury that Murray had, and he's still life must feel pretty sweet. Having seen so many downs over the years, I'm still in shock at our form, but deliriously happy too. Oh, and hashtag Gel knows. Welcome back, Gel. I was beginning to to think yeah, you weren't missed, Gel. Um, <laughs> Albert, you wanted to make a point before I rudely stopped you. That's all right. I was just going to go back to what Tav was saying about um, Sunderland fans making a choir. I was just wondering if they if they were to do that, would they sing Harway in a manger? Harway. Oh, <laughs> <dear. laughs> oh, That's what you should have said. Harway in a manger. Away in a manger. <laughs> uh, you couldn't back him any worse, could you? <laughs> so that fourth goal. Thoughts, thoughts on the fourth goal, Alex? Um, it was good. Good movement by Balassi in the end. That, you know, he got smashed to the floor, but still managed to score a nice little touch with his left onto his right foot. And did really well. Again, Murray breaking away and making John O'Shea look worse than my nan. Um... <laughs> It was great. It was a really good counter-attacking goal. And I know we're going to talk about when we conceded, but we carried we carry on piling forward. And I've always said that 
I'd much rather I see us win 5-1 than 4-0. I just I like to see goals. I love to see us going forward. And it's, it, it's just lovely to see, again, that, you know, I said it earlier, that we're punishing teams and, and putting them to the sword when we get those opportunities. Because how many times have we seen us go close at the post, not get anything mm. out of the game? You know, when we played under Warnock, I remember Spurs away. Played really well, but we didn't win the game. And certain games, we had chances and we didn't get them. We're taking chances now, and, and that's that's. that's Completely and utterly the difference. That's it. We're scoring goals and winning football matches. And is that a confidence thing, Alex? Or not? Um, yeah, it is. And it's also about making your own luck as well. You, we've got lucky, but you make your own luck by by playing the right tactics and saying the right things and changing the right things, unlike going in with you know a manager who effectively is a tactical dinosaur. Um, we're just smart. We're just clever. Do you, know, do you know what? Pardew's a proven Premier League manager, and his track record suggests that, and everything that he's changed in terms of mindset, it's the same bunch of players, but the mindset's completely different, and that's getting the results. Exactly right. Fantastic. Um Gel, your thoughts on the rest of the game then? Uh, we had a couple more chances, didn't we? Uh, Balassi got a ball in for McCarthy, who didn't quite connect properly. He brought out a save from uh, the Sunderland keeper, whose name I'm afraid to say anymore for fear of having the piss ripped out of me. Pantillimon. And uh, Kelly had a bit of a chance as well, but he blasted over. Yeah. Um, um, we then made a couple of subs. Well, the best, one, the, the, the best one would have been McCarthy's goal, had that gone in. It was a bit of a TV save from him. He could have just stood there. I mean, he is five foot seventeen or whatever the goalkeeper is. <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's um, that that would have been the best one for me. But yeah, I, I just thought, listen, we we had five shots on five shots on target, and we scored four goals. You know, yeah. it, it, that, that is the that is the stats. And what was we, we've had other games where we've had like thirteen, fourteen chances and. And you know, and and score one, or not, or not even scored at all. So, I, I think, uh, I, you know, like I said, onwards and upwards, going in the right direction. We've got we've got a team that that don't, you know, when you saw Murray and um, being interviewed after, they've not got an attitude. You know, they don't they don't, they don't have a swagger. They, they they swagger on the pitch. They don't, but they don't have a swagger in in person. I just I just love I love the feeling that our players they want to play for our club. How good are we, though? Uh, honest, honestly, let's just let's just sit down and talk. How good actually are we? I think right we're better now? than uh, if you're talking about a proven, established Premier League side such as Stoke, and they've been in the Premier League for what ten years now. I, th- I think we're better than them. I think I, I start an eleven, mate. I think I start an eleven better than that. I I genuinely no, no, I think no, no, you look no, at you'd look at teams like even like Spurs. Spurs got, like man for man. I don't think we're much worse than Spurs. Well, they, they've got a massively ageing side they have now. They've got I mean, Ericsson and Kane, but other than that, we're better than in, them. They're in big trouble, they are, I suppose. That's why all their fans were kicking off on the radio last night. Nick. Yes. Sorry about that. I was just, <laughs> just letting the cat out. The cat was pouring at the door. I was thinking, oh, will my headphones stretch this he, far? Should I is he in a bag? Myself? No, the cat's <laughs> gone now. I was going to call you. It's, it's, got, it's, it's not got long left, so I'm going to need to call uh, the Joe Holyoke Pet Cemetery Services because I've heard you're quite good at burying animals, Joe. Oh, um, Jesus. Did you know that that was only our second away win at Sunderland? That doesn't seem possible, does it? Well, I had this conversation with someone. Did we go to Roker Park or, or to Sunderland in general and win in a playoff or get a, like a David White goal at the very end on the far post or a, a Chris yeah, Armstrong goal on the far done. post? Where, I think it was what, uh, what Chris was Powell. Was, was it Chris that Powell? Was, 
Yeah, Darren Powell. Powell. That was, was some, that, Darren Powell. Was that, a, was that a draw? Was that a draw then? That was that a playoffs, got? and we beat them on the penalties. So I don't know if that's why it doesn't count. Oh, that's okay. Okay, right. Because I, I just remember us winning there, or or, or at least scoring there, and it being majorly important. But if it was, um, yeah, someone yeah. else has just put. Yeah, we beat them, Darren. Darren Powell. So yeah. But yeah, the fan, I mean, I, again, I said to Ian, when, when was the last time we scored four goals away from home in the top flight? I can't, I can't remember. I, yeah, I can't remember. My my Crystal Palace records book goes up to 1989, and I've, I haven't renewed it since then, so I haven't been able to tell you, mate. Can very I just pull Jell up on something very quickly? Oh, God. <laughs> he he described um, Pantamillion as five foot seventeen. Yeah, that's o- that's only six foot five, and he's and he's and he's and he's six foot he's eight. Six, is he? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, mate. I just. <laughs> my OCD hackles were raised. I had to just get that in. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I remember that. Well, what I found interesting was um, Pardew bought Balassi off, and I love the little head wiggle that Pardew did as uh, Balassi was running on, um, which was shown on Match of the Day last night. But interestingly, um, they showed Balassi um, coming off and Sonogo, Sano goals as I've seen him called, um, oh. coming on. And the, the next thing they showed on Match of the Day was um, Balassi putting the ball in for MacArthur, which was a bit strange, so they need to sort their editing out. Um, it changed why the game. Why are we still playing, Nick? Why are we still playing Sonogo? Why is Gale not playing? Is, yeah. is there a, is there a clause even... in his loan deal? No, I think it's about the the time, isn't it? You've got a you're bringing on a centre forward at that time. You're bringing one on to go and hold up the ball and and play up. He doesn't play do anything. Unit. No, I know he doesn't do anything, but he's got more height and presence than Gale does. I guess that's the the other reason behind it. But I agree. If you're not taking Murray off, then you can still bring Gale on and, and play him on the shoulder. I I agree that I think that was I think that was the strange substitution for me. If you're going striker for striker, then you bring on then you bring on Shola or or Sonogo really. And Shola would have been a been a top call having having played for that other um, <laughs> massive team in the uh, in the oh, northeast. Oh yeah. Um, which, that, that... which leads on to the fact that Pardew couldn't buy a win against Sunderland when he was Newcastle manager. And then first game at Palace against Sunderland, we tuck him over four goals to one. Murray's which... a Geordie as well, isn't he? Isn't, isn't Murray a Geordie? Didn't he go it's over from like Cumbria? Why did, why did he go over? Why did he go over to the Sunderland fans after he scored and put his? Did he clap his? his he was his, listening uh... to the fire drill. Oh, <laughs> lovely! Mazza <laughs> 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 comes from Barrow, apparently. Where's Barrow? It's in furnace. No, you meant to say it's in the shed, but moving on. <laughs> it's in the back of my van at the moment. Equally as good. <laughs> I know a load of Geordies went to see Warhorse, um, thinking it was some northeastern oh, play, but it turned oh, out not to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after the two substitutions, uh, Sunderland kind of came back into it for the last five or so minutes. Um, I thought Wickham took his goal well. The ball was played behind. Um, we actually let Sunderland get a ball in, and, and I thought he took his goal well. Um, and then shortly after that, um, Spironi pulled off a weldy. I can't remember who shot the ball, but how he managed to get a fingertip to to put it onto the bar, I don't know. What do you think of that, Tav? Well, he didn't, he didn't have much to do all game, to be honest. He was just a spectator in that second half, so he was probably just thinking, I'm going to make a save, and it's going to be quite amazing. That's what I've got to say about it, to be honest. <laughs> 
Shut um, up, Forrest Gump. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> who's, who, listen, who's the Sunderland left back? What's his What's his name? Van Anholt. Yeah. Brilliant player, brilliant player. Had the uh, the shot at the ends, got down, got down the left side, left wheel for dead. I think cut it back for Connor Wickham. Oh, I yeah, think Woldy. maybe. Pete Woldy most of the time. Well, yeah, but uh, yeah, good player, really good attacking. Yeah, Van Van Arholt or something. Booted Eagle just said. Um, but yeah, Chelsea. He looks very, he, he looks very good. He is was. He yeah. was a Chelsea or he is a loanee from them. No, I think it was a full deal in the summer. I get oh, confused okay. between him and Bertrand. One's gone permanently. One's gone on loan. Okay, yeah. Looks, uh, looks very now, though. Watch out, kids. Boss is in town. Hello, boss. How you doing, mate? <laughs> How are you, lads? How are you? <laughs> How are you in a manger, Lake? Hi, Kenny. Oh, guys. You right, Aiden? Good. He just couldn't let us get on with it, could he? He no. couldn't. Control. Oh, come on. <laughs> Joe's back, though. I wanted to hear his voice. Hi, Joe. Hello, Chris. You've heard my voice anyway. You big I know, I you. city game. Please come back. Please come back. I said no. <laughs> I cried and then you said no, I hadn't served my tenant. <laughs> I did. Anyway. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. Anyway, Is I thought you might intense? appreciate a bit. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I thought you might appreciate a um, little bit of information as to um, how, how things went actually up there on the day. I mean. Well, you thought wrong. So, Chris, um, yeah. what's, the answer, what's the answer to our quiz question then, Chris? I haven't been listening. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We're auctioning off your hat in a quiz. No, that's, that's a lie. How, how way was it uh, up north? I mean, were there more Palace oh, fans than Sunderland fans at the end? Uh, certainly were, mate. Well, about on about a fifty-minute mark, it was absolutely unbelievable. I did a little video on the, on the Homesdale account just to show people what was happening. But you know, you, you're talking Brighton levels of um, of how quickly they moved, <laughs> and, and a lot, a lot earlier. Um, I've got to tell you, it was a, it was a great weekend, and more importantly, that the game was just brilliant. I mean, you sort of got to half time, and you thought to yourself, "Well, oh, here we go. It's uh, another long journey and a bit of a dull, damp squib of an affair." But once that second half got going and the fans really got going, it was just an amazing atmosphere. And I've, I've got to say, I don't know if the um, cameras picked up on it, but when Balassi trotted out, uh, all the team had gone back after clapping the fans and Balassi trotted out on his own with a match ball. And he got, you know, the loudest reception of his songs and he just absolutely milked it as well he might. And I think that's pretty good management by Pardew sending him back out there. Excellent. <laughs> Um, but the thing I wanted to mention um, as well, I'm sorry, is that um, around the town, it was like being a celebrity, like being a Palace fan out in Newcastle that night. They could not, um, they could not stop shaking their hands. And, you know, there was just there was a whole bunch of people, a bunch of Palace, in, like in a list Weatherspoons in one of the seats in the gate, it's called. And literally, we took over the whole place. Um, Singing, you know, they played Glad all over for us. It was, oh, it was honestly, it was, it was a great night out there. Anyway, but but the way they were treating Palace fans was hilarious. They, you cannot believe how much they hate Sunderland. You really can't. And um, on a night out in Newcastle, I know they don't wear much. Were you out in your hot pants and vest? <laughs> I was. I wish I was on the Friday night, mate. I've never sweated so much in my life, mm, and I sweat eating. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. Well, well, thanks for calling in, Chris. Um, the no show would have fallen uh, apart without you. Honest, Gov. No, I've heard you've done very well, Nick, and I just wanted to congratulate you on that. Well done, mate. Well, c- 
considering all the the, the chisel chiselhurst wide power cuts yeah. I'm enduring that uh, exactly. that's very good. Um, Can I ask Chris just and... a quick question? No, go on in. <laughs> How cheap is a beer in a Weatherspoons in Newcastle? No, you've got no idea. One eighty nine for a Strongbow. No, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I asked the guy at the last barman. Other ciders are available. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> is that insiders and outsiders? Yeah, oh, all right. He's done with the puns. I better go. Cheers, guys. Chris, Have a good before you go, show. before you go, just so I can segue, oh. who's your man of the match? Oh man, the match is Scotty Balassi, isn't it? Yeah. No, no question, really. Carthel was great, but yeah, Balassi. Oh, Cheers, guys. Cheers, Chris. Bye, 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 Bye. I thought I told That's you to block that morning. no mark. Yeah, I thought you told you told to block that no mark. So, so um, those out there on the Twitter sphere and in the chat room, if you can get your um, I said like proper DJ there on the Twitter sphere, <laughs> um, if you can give us your man of the, men of the match, man of the match, men of the matches, man of the match. That's it. Um, and uh, while we do that, while you get yours in, we'll get gel and code to give theirs. Gel, your man of the match, please. <clears throat> uh, well, it has to be Balassi terrorised them, doesn't he? Terrorised them, three goals. If you can't, if you don't give him man of the match, it's just something wrong. Okay, Tav. Um, Anthony Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, Balassi. He, he was on form. He was he was unbelievable. And I'm sure if he can do that for the rest of the season, um, he'll definitely be moving a shout. For, uh, team of the year. Okay, Alex. Me and Lions agree that um, John O'Shea was absolutely fantastic for us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Albert. Uh, uh, Balassi, isn't it? Really. <laughs> yeah. Booted Eagle said Malassi, as in Marianne Balassi. The combination. Oh, very I like good. That. Very good. We've got another caller. This is like the world record for callers, keeping on my toes. Hello, caller. Who are we talking to? Hi, it's Jared. Hello, Jared. How are you doing, mate? All right? Yeah, good, thank you. Long time no here. What point do you want to make, mate? Just just wanting to say our, our waveform this season has been against the, the size out of the, outside of the top five currently. It's been absolutely exceptional. There's a stat that I've, I've, I've noticed recently and um, we've played 14 of the 15 sides outside of the top five currently, and we've only lost once. That's fantastic. Now, where did you get that, that gem of information from, Jared? I, 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 just, I just worked it out, to be honest. But, um, I mean, if, if we can carry this sort of thing on next season, and, and if our home form had, had matched that and had been sort of where it was last season under Pulis, where we were beating near, near enough all the lower to mid-table sides at home, then we'd be we'd be right up there challenging the likes of Spurs and Liverpool and Southampton this season. So it's, it's, yeah, it's really been, something to build on. It's been a strange couple of seasons, hasn't it? Because we've, you know, last two, this season and last season, we've, we've been struggling up till November. We've got a new bloke in and, and sawed up the table. It'd be interesting to see how we can do, if we can manage to keep a decent manager for a whole season. Um, but I'm going to have to cut you off now, Jared, because it's getting near the end of the show, mate. But thanks very much for calling. And um, you can contact us in other ways. That's uh, wholeradio.net slash chat. We've got the Facebook page or at Whole Radio. Um, did we have any um, men of the match uh, in the chat room, Alex? Uh, Balassi, basically, and Murray. Um, a lot of them were talking about the actual player of the season as well, which I assume we'll talk about at a later point. But um, Balassi won it completely outright, really. 
Yeah, there's, there's still a long way to go in the season. Joe, you want to mention something about Twitter? Yeah, no, I've just got a tweet from Simon Goddard uh, at Coventry Eagle 71. A um, little while back, but I've just got on Twitter. Uh, said me and you weren't both. Uh, me and you both weren't keen on punch, but he's changing my opinion on current performances, and he's absolutely correct. Just thought I'd, uh, that was just something that was tweeted to me a little while back. I'm, I'm beginning to feel like Yannick Bellassi is a host, as in that the show hasn't had any callers for about 19 years, and suddenly we've got four. How old the callers gone? What a shame! What a shame! Hit the bar with that one. Um, Tav. What would you do for your Alan party? What do you do for the rest of the season? Do you, you know, we're we're fairly safe. Do you start bringing in or blooding in your younger players, or do, or do you keep it going and going for a higher position as possible? Uh, I think knowing Padre, um, I think he will continue with the same, but he will switch in a few onto the bench. We'll probably see the likes of Firan Boateng probably coming in, and then giving a few of the outsiders a chance as well. So giving a chance to show their form. He and, was sub, um, sub against City, wasn't he? Both teams? He was, yeah, he was, yeah. Both teams was. And uh, I, I had a friend went to uh, Tottenham Mitchum last week when we beat Bristol City 4-2 and he said, um, we played really, really well, apart from Owen Garvin. He looked like he wasn't bothered. <laughs> and to be perfectly honest, I thought Owen Garvin had actually gone. I would love but to see him in the Premier League. I really would. He'd be an amazing player. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's behind so many now in midfield, isn't he? Yes. It is. Um gonna move on now to uh some four word reviews before we, we finish up. Um Kevin Agostini at Palace Kev sixty six. Uh win when we won. Um David who's uh at Mr Reb thirty one YT, one goal per word. Uh Gary T one two three, Palace in Dreamland. Uh, Bob White, just like watching Brazil. I think Paul Merson said that as well. Um, Tony G, at Tony G. Yannick got a hat-trick. Um, Simon Goddard, at CovEagle71's come in with a 16-word review, which I'll split into... Uh, sorry, 12-word review. Bad maths, Nick. Uh, boom, 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 yala. And pardon you, we trust. Palace <laughs> winning weird side. Um, and Richard, Fo- Richard Foster, RC Foster, Sassy Balassi is classy. If you say it as Northern, it rhymes. Or if you can say Sarsi Balasi is classy, if you're from down south like us. If you're um, posh. Or if you're posh. Sarsi Balasi. What if you Sarsi sound like Balasi. Russell Brand, Nick? Say it, mate. Sassy Balasi is classy. Sassy Balasi is classy. Yep, sound like you're from next door to Upton Park. <laughs> and finally, TJ61 at TJ61CPFC said, is there a fire drill? Well, there could well be because we're out of this soon. I just want to remind you, uh, we recorded a pod for charity for Eagle Heights and to get some money for our streaming costs. Um, it's a five-hour marathon. Um, I listened to it all in one go the other day, and it, it truly is a brilliant listen, even even though I'm on it, even though I say so myself. Uh, but you can go there if you go to wholeradio.net slash premium um you can get the podcast for a pound which works out at about 20p an hour matt you're back hello albert hey, hi who was um um do you have a four word review for us albert uh palace that's one word <laughs> on palace four that's about as good as it gets from me i was trying to get smack, smack them and smack them in there somehow smack them y- yannick no. Smackham's. Mackham looked like rubbish. There you go. That's the mm. Mackham one. Well, um, 
I tweeted but, something yesterday. It was Yannick be like buses. <laughs> Yannick be like buses. <laughs> yeah. Because you, cause you don't... <laughs> it never turns up and then they'll come at once. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. I think on that bombshell we need to say... Uh, All right, thanks, Jeremy Clarkson. Sund- can, can I have Sunderland? It's, uh, S-U-N-D-E-R-L. Uh, the L is a one and the A is a four. That was quite... That was quite... Uh, a, a good tweet from yesterday. Did anyone see that? Was, the instructions given to me by our astral host, Chris, was not to let the end go on and ramble a little bit. Um, so, It'll annoy him. Yes. We all, we Alex, all love a good ramble. Yes. Alex, Tav, Gel, Albert, thank you very much indeed. I've been Nick Gossett. This has been Whole Radio. Good night. It loosens up a bit and, you know, it gets wet. And The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.